Ecom right now is a $4.2 trillion industry and is headed towards $25 trillion in the next five years. I see it kind constantly growing, honestly. Uh, I don't see it slowing down at all. The way I look at it, a lot of people is worried like, hey man, is this new money? It's not, it's just people coming from retail going to econ. People, more and more people is gonna buy online. COVID did it to us. <laughs> Another episode, I am Max Maxwell, and welcome to the Max Maxwell Show. Now, you know what it is. Every single time I do this, I just try to bring somebody that's going to bring value to you. And not only that, selfishly, I like to have a conversation with somebody that I actually like talking to and want to learn about. So in that process, you're going to listen to the conversation and hear the stuff that I'm hearing and learning the interesting things about my guests. And my guest today comes from, I guess it's like the middle America. The middle of America type thing, Dayton, Ohio, Joe Miles. Yeah. That's your brand. That's like, that's like a dope name. Hey. But it's like an old school name. Joe Miles. Yeah. Joe, Joe Miles. You might you might have been a rapper in your past life. Hey, man. Yo, so welcome, welcome to North Carolina, first of all, man. Oh, man, I appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. And you got an interesting story. Yeah. You're interested to watch. I'm, I'm interested to watch you on Instagram and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, what it's like, Ohio kid. Yeah, so again, my name is Joe Miles uh, from Dayton, Ohio. Um, I kind of got my start into entrepreneurship, like, in, uh, in insurance. Okay. Uh, so uh, started off in insurance as a life insurance agent. Um, we all know, what, you know, we selling life insurance. You got a house with your moms, your dad. Everybody. Your cousin, just to get them to buy some insurance, wherever the case may be. But I kind of got pretty good at it. Um, and then we started generating some leads um, in order. And of course, in the insurance industry, you have to purchase leads to kind of keep going because you can't rely on your family and friends forever. Mm -hmm. Right. So we start buying leads. And then once we bought leads, uh, you know, I wanted to, to kind of like increase my profits. Um, so in order to do that, I had to lower my expenses. And the biggest expense was leads. Right. So I'm like, man, I got to figure out this lead game, um, kind of figure out the lead game, bought a couple courses and kind of hit the ad on the on the nail still use the same ad to this day really uh, yeah so we start generating leads for insurance agents and kind of from there we got deep into marketing and um, from that it grew to e-commerce uh we start helping businesses uh different brands scale their business hold on wait wait like but you go from insurance to e-com yeah so no, hold on wait but before you even move on because i'm now i'm interested because i've never really got to sit down and talk with people that that uh that insurance, right? So you hear like good and bad things about insurance. Right. Is 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 health selling health insurance? Is that like did you feel good? Is it a good or a bad thing? Well, selling life. So I sold life insurance. Life insurance. So sorry, selling life insurance. It was, you know, I understood the purpose, but I'm gonna be honest with you. I was just trying to get the check. Uh, so That's I what matter. Really you was you understood the product enough exactly. to sell it. Right. So I understood that it was something that we all needed. Um, but really was just trying to get the sale. You, you never dove deep into it like nah, that. Nah, I was like 22 years old. Makes <laughs> so sense. I'm like, hey, let me just, I understood that it could have grown into like a financial practice and things like that. I could have became a wealth manager. Who introduced you to that? So I got introduced to insurance through, um, it was a local guy. Um, mm -hmm. he, he owned a state farm. 
in the city and um i had was was looking for a job i was like 18 19 years old and then i kind of uh was going around i was told to get a little shirt and tie on go around and look for a job wherever the case may be kind of old school way mm-hmm. and i kind of landed on his doorstep and i asked him like hey man is there anything i could do he kind of got snobby with me and then he was like hey uh you know i'm a business owner you can't just walk in here like that so i'm but like, i hmm. did I'm, I'm gonna go home and find out how I take his job. And then that's when I kind of dive deep into insurance and in, in this world of insurance. And I kind of got involved into, with a company um, that was uh, a pretty known company mm-hmm. and start selling insurance with them and kind of grew a practice from there. And you, you gotta get a license for that? Like yeah, some- you have to get, uh, it's a state license um, that you gotta get in insurance. Uh, it's a 40 hour course you have to take yeah. and then you gotta pass a state test. So prior to getting into insurance sales, were you in sales before then? No, I did a little, I did a little, um, we like to call it multi-level marketing. Oh, M- like M- MLL, MLM, yeah, MLM. Yeah. So one of them joint. I'm Man. dyslexic, so throwing them <laughs> words together, I'm gonna be all over the place. Yeah, so we had we had to do, I did a couple of things like that, you know, helping people discount on their light bill and things like that. Uh, so I did that for a little while. Um, but again, before I was introduced into insurance, I was like 19 years old. You know what's common? Like, I don't know where you grew up or anything like that. I never got into that stuff at all when I was younger. Well, one, because I went to the military at 17. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't have that. So, but what I do see is a lot of entrepreneurs, especially like a lot of black entrepreneurs kind of take this pathway mm-hmm. of like, but it's usually like somebody else taking advantage of their hard work. You know what I mean? Yeah. But not I'm not even I'm not put I don't want to put make this a broad statement, but yeah. It's a, usually a pathway to someone wanting to become an entrepreneur, someone trying to figure out how to become an entrepreneur, and they usually go through, you know, the a multi-level phase. marketing and then they go through the insurance stuff. It's like a phase of like all these very tough sale businesses. Yeah, man, I, I'm gonna be honest with you. We got this joke in my business at my company that if you ain't ever did MLM, we don't trust you because you yeah. have to kind of go through the rigors of what the grind what they what they put you through to kind of really understand entrepreneurship. So that makes yeah, sense, most definitely. That makes a lot of sense. So you go from insurance to now you have to create your own leads. You buy a couple courses. Yep. You dive in. You were like, "Yo, this works." Yeah, exactly. And and now you're like. Well, first you, you're doing it for a while and now you're starting to see your leads mature into your own leads mature into actual sales. Exactly. Right. So again, I wanted to lower my cost. So the average lead in the insurance industry, especially for life insurance, it's normally around 25, 30 bucks mm-hmm. per lead that you buying from another lead vendor who's making a profit. Ooh. So once I learned how to generate the leads, I was generating them for three dollars a pop. So I'm like, man, this marketing, this Legion company is making the money and they don't have to close. So you you <laughs> are you figured out how to generate leads for three dollars a pop and the market price is twenty five, thirty dollars exactly. a pop. So do you start executing these or you start selling them? Man, so both. So I'm like, okay, I start giving the leads to my sales team. We start running them. Of course, my overrides went up, profits went up because I lowered my expenses. And then I'm like, man, let me start selling these leads um, to other insurance agents because it's a it's a it's a large world out there of insurance agents. So I start selling leads to insurance agents. Yeah. Start making more money selling leads to them than I was generating selling closing on insurance. So you started creating picks and shovels. Exactly. And these and and picks and shovels are not something bad these are things that help people get to their goal of 
being a top insurance person or whatever that is on their thing. Right. So you started selling picks and shovels. You're like, I make more money selling picks and shovels because you can sell to multiple insurance agents exactly. and it's only one of you trying to knock doors and do sales. Exactly, right. So I kind of got rid of the competition. Um, so I don't have to fight for that closed sale of life insurance because it's hard to close life insurance. It's tough sales. don't think they need it. So now I just sell the insurance agent the lead. And how and and you took that and you got into ecom. What's next? What right. So that came with building up marketing. So selling leads. And I, I kind of really got deeper and deeper into marketing. Like man, this marketing thing kind of worked. Um, I didn't bounce around all these business uh, businesses in my uh, you know in my time. And um, what I found you know joy in was creating and building a business. Right. So marketing allowed me to do that. Mm -hmm. And no matter what the industry was, so I kind of got deeper into generating leads for insurance agents. Then that involved that came real estate agents. Then that came solar reps. I started generating leads. It's kind of figuring out these ways to generate them leads. So you became a, a, a marketing slash like whiz. Yes. Yeah, so lead just, generation wizard. It, and that's why I like to call it. Yeah, because that's what it is. Yes. So you're starting to generate leads for all different sectors and all different types of businesses at this point. Exactly. So I just kept generating leads. Now I kept adding another sector, home services, construction yeah. workers. I just kept adding it to my little thing. And then I kind of came across an e-com brand that said, hey, man, if you could generate leads, uh, maybe you can help me scale my brand. And then that's kind of where the e-commerce came into. So, so now you're taking this, I know it's not three bucks, but you're taking this $3 lead now. Yeah. And somebody introduced you to e-com where they got a product that makes even way more money. Exactly. The sale is way easier than life insurance. Exactly. Or, you know, so now you're saying, I'm going to use my skills on this sector, but you're seeing a way more upside. You become partners or do you pay, is the person paying per leads or what is Yeah, so, well, for, in the e-com game, the way it kind of works is you just kind of, you take over their whole, uh, their whole account and you just help them gain sales, uh, whether that's D to C, it's generally D to C. Mm -hmm. And um, so. D to C means direct to consumer. Direct to consumer, yeah. Got so. We got to, um, we got we got to make sure everybody knows what we're talking. <laughs> about here <laughs> definitely so ddc it you know it's a ddc brand so it's direct to consumer so we generate we generally um so we take over that account we come up with some different creative ads and things like that just kind of so so give me an in. example of a brand and a product right not, so not, don't name a particular brand but name just give me an example so let's say we have a a, a, a beauty comb or some type like of a comb. comb yeah some comb or some sort, like a pig right? with the fist in it Exactly. Even right. that, right? So some comb of some sort, right? So a beauty brand will come to us and say, hey, uh, we need your help to scale this brand or whatever the case may be, run ads, right? So we'll take that brand. We we have some creatives. We do this thing called UGC. That's user-generated content, content, right? So we go get some <laughs> we go get some content made from some actors. Uh, you know, we just advertise. We use the data that they have already from current or past sales, and then we just kind of build out an ad. Create a new lookup like audience. Use do and we build it all out for them and then that's kind of how it goes so are, are you are you then hired on like a basis of like a percentage of sale or dependent or a flat fee see that's the thing and that's kind of what brought us to our business now is because we we well, originally it was just flat fee you pay us um let's say five grand a month mm -hmm. and we'll be that company that come in and we just scale so what happened was we were scaling these brands pretty far and so we they paying us five grand but we increasing their sales a quarter a million or 500 grand for the month but yet we get in that <laughs> five grand so you get 
getting you you putting up revenue, you adding quarter million dollars of revenue a month and you're only charging five grand. Exactly. So we like, man, we got to find a way to kind of where we can participate in the growth. And I'm like, man, we need equity. So we just kind of like put our heads together. Uh, we then we start charging clients a profit split. So we wouldn't get equity. We just, hey, share some profits with Here's us. Here's where you are now. Exactly. Here's where you, I think, you know, when you get here, we need to start splitting Sharing some profits. profits. Okay. Yeah. So, and that came the idea of, man, I think we can kind of like do this. We kind of, we kind of got deep in the woods and like, man, we can build these brands from scratch. And then we kind of dabble into that's Amazon. A, that's a tough, yeah. that's tough. I mean, one thing is to, the reason why I think it's a little tough and it's not impossible, I love the challenge, yeah. is being able to like identify a product or brand that you want to put that money behind yeah. to get that that thing out. It's a little bit longer yeah. than somebody probably bringing you like a, you know, in the last one, you really didn't have risk of the startup. Exactly. Now you got all of it. Exactly, yeah. So so you you've done products like that and now you say, okay, the platform you're using to distribute some of these products is Amazon. Exactly. So you didn't you didn't go all the way in and like, yo, I'm gonna build my own store from the ground up. You're using the infrastructure of Amazon now with your 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 marketing. Is that how yeah, it works? Exactly. Right. So what ended up happening, we have brands um who they come to us and they they want to scale. We help them scale, they give us profit share, right? And but what ended up happening is that's D to C model. So but we missing out on a whole nother income stream and that's just putting a product on Amazon, right? And just mm -hmm. simply diversifying. So you can still have your D to C um, channel coming in, but also have a storefront on Amazon. And we was don't bringing that to a lot of brands as well. Like, hey, we need to diversify across Amazon. Because right. what happens is if a client, if a customer see an ad for that beauty comb and they say they don't trust your site, they just gonna not, that's what gonna I go do. look it up on Amazon. I right? do that anyways. Exactly. Because Amazon's got my credit card information, my shipping address. Hey. It's usually one or two clicks mm -hmm. and it's at my door. You trust so them. I trust them. They built that trust. Exactly. So you're saying some of your brands that you work with have their own Shopify sites and run their own ads to the Shopify site, but some people may not trust them because they're not a known brand, but want to try the product. Exactly. But the same product, you can just throw it on Amazon. Right. And, you, and then the trust factor is gone. Yeah, you don't even have to worry about it. You throw it on Amazon and then sales come Damn in. Damn Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, man is that man is taking over the market because just this trust factor and this one click buying exactly. is allowing him to take percentage of each product sold on the internet because of the trust. Oh, exactly. And then he sells that to sellers, what they call it, the Amazon seller, the ecosystem. He sells that to them. So now he's just a logistic company. He don't have to be. So let me let me ask you a question, company. right? Because the word e-com is becoming as dirty as Bitcoin, yeah. <laughs> right? Or crypto, yeah. I should say, crypto exactly. in general. Explain to people really what like how, what the Amazon thing is when people see it because people see ads about it and they're like yo yeah. Amazon 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 ecom 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 what is it right so the way Amazon works is um, you Amazon is just an ecom platform so e-commerce just simply mean internet commerce right so just how you go into the retail store that's retail commerce going on the internet buying products and things like that is internet commerce right so ecom so what Amazon why did, did it why did it name it icom icom yeah internet 
Well, yeah, that's a good <laughs> I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, right. But E was the word to use back then. Yeah, right. So they did that. And then once they, um, so they built out this website and they, they built up this trust factor. Everyone trusts their website, right? So, and what happens is um, Amazon allow other sellers to to sell things on their store, right? And Amazon will take care of the logistics, right? So you, the um, the seller, don't have to worry about shipping out products and doing anything like that because Amazon take care of it. And you paying them a hefty fee to do so, but it works because they have the traffic and they own the data. And that's where the benefit is at because Amazon owns the data, they own the traffic, and they are going to naturally generate the traffic for you, right? So that's pretty much how Amazon works. And so as a brand owner, product owner, you can sell on your own website or you can participate in the Amazon ecosystem, whether it's fulfillment by owner or whatever, yeah. or fulfillment by FBA, fulfillment by Amazon. Meaning that you can take you know, 200 pieces of your product and send them to Amazon and Amazon will send them out for you when somebody buys it. Exactly. Or you can say, I want to use the Amazon platform, but I'll send out my own products. Right. You can do both. So we got uh, fulfilled by Amazon was FBA or you got fulfilled, fulfilled by merchant, which is just FBM is okay. you fulfilling your own, but you still selling on Amazon. They've right? taken a cut either way. One cut is bigger because they really just a logistic company is what Amazon is. Exactly. Right. So the FBA cut is a little bit bigger because they, they, mm -hmm. uh, they don't want who fulfilling the order, but you, your, your sales increase when they fulfill it because how many of us go to Amazon and hit that prime button? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get access to that when you fulfill by Amazon. Makes sense. So a lot of people know you because you have helped people set up a ton of stores. Exactly. Right? So explain that business model to me. Like I right. call you, I'm like, yo, Joe, I got some money or whatever it is. I want to open up my own Amazon store. Can you help me? Right. You do that. Yeah, exactly. So, right. So what we, we call it Amazon automation, right? So you have some money laying around. You want to put that money to work, passive income. So you will call us, call my, uh, my company. Uh, we will set you up. We'll onboard you. We'll set up a store. We do all the product research. We do all, uh, we do all the fulfillment. We do all of that. We correlate, we do everything we need to do to kind of get that store up and going. We manage the listings, wherever the case, wherever the case may be. Right. Mm -hmm. And you, it's strictly passive to you. Right. Wow. So, so we open up the Amazon seller account. Uh, we put the products on there. We have a product research team that does all of that for you. Uh, we put the products on there and then we um, ship the products to Amazon to fulfill by them uh, to, to do FBA and then sales just start rolling in. So there's that much profit in working with e-com and Amazon that I can pay you to help me and then Amazon is going to take a cut at the same time too. Like that means this booming. Yeah, yeah man. We, we are... We have clients and customers that's uh, seen anywhere from ten to fifteen percent a month, um, and that's on the capital that they they put Investing, that line of yeah. credit that they put on on file uh, to pay for the products. That's wild. Um, so that, that, I mean, that gives a lot of people more. So here, here's the thing: Do you absolutely need somebody to help you set up your Amazon store? No, you don't. You can do it on your own. But most people ain't gonna do that. Yeah, they ain't gonna do it on their own. And the product research is picking and making sure you. That's and the hard part. The right products. Yeah. That because I uh, many many moons ago we talked about this. I used to yeah. do Amazon FBA, but in a way different format to how I used to find my products. Yeah. That's the tough part. Yeah. Because you can send in a bunch of products, buy a bunch of products, and send it in, and it sits on the shelf. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people don't talk about. They don't talk about when you send that load of products to Amazon and they charge you 
per cubic square foot. Correct. Their warehouse. Yeah, it's their warehouse and it sits there because, the you know, whoever is, they don't do the proper product research. You're not in the buy box. Your price exactly. is not in the I, see. I know all these things. Like your <laughs> yeah, price is exactly. not in the buy box. You're off exactly. by a penny. You didn't pay attention to the ad. Exactly. You got the wrong keywords in your description. Mm-hmm. Somebody has better pictures than you. Hey, all of that plays a part. So you can end up having products that sit on the shelf. So long as you uh, there's there's so many softwares out there that you can use to kind of make sure you're picking the right products mm-hmm. and getting it at the right price. So that way you can make sure you moving. Um, Inventory. But sourcing the product is the main thing. And then making sure that your storefront or your product is presented in the best way possible. In customer service, a lot of people go lacking on the customer service uh, because Amazon is very customer focused. And the moment you get that bad review, you can get. So you got reps for that. Oh, yeah. Like people work in your company. Yeah. We have a whole team for all of that to handle all of that for our clients um, just to make sure everything stays on the up and up and we win that buy box. So when you started learning all all of these, you know, lead generations, you also dabbled in real estate. Exactly. Yeah. So you like were doing wholesaling and yeah. all this with at the same time, and you got you you got involved with that because business is business, and lead generation is a part of every single business. Exactly. What's been your experience so far in real estate? Like in real estate, so I kind of had a different kind of experience than others. Uh, so because of the marketing, again, I, I ran an ad and I uh, came across this syndicator who who raised capital and buy multifamily units, you mm-hmm. know, kind of like the Grand Cardone, yeah. right? So I came across someone who does that and they like, man, if you can generate leads, man, you can help me raise some capital. So I'm like, okay, I, I'm like, man, let me give it a try. Uh, we came up with this, uh, this, this flow of this email flow and mm-hmm. things like that and it worked. Uh, we actually raised capital. Um, to date, we probably raised a little over 10 million real mm-hmm. estate deals over the last three years um, because of it. And what that does is gifted me to be on a GP on a couple of different uh, funds and kind of explain what to, GP means. Right. So GP is a general partnership, yeah. right? So when, when anytime when you're dealing with a fund, you have the you have you have the actual fund and you have the general partnership. The general partnership is the one who actually managed the fund. Right. So the investors put the money inside the fund, which is generally an LLC. Um, and the general partnership is the one who managed that. Right. So it's normally uh, depending on what state you in, it's, it's a it's a manager managed LLC mm-hmm. versus a member managed LLC. I'm pulling up your your Instagram. That's why I was on the phone. Right. So I am Joe uh, Miles and it says on a journey to building the next Blackstone. What does that mean? Blackstone is a huge company. Hey, Blackstone is the the biggest private equity firm. So tell me, tell me what that means to you. To me, so I'm on a journey on building the next Blackstone, and what that really means to me is really just raising capital, right? So if we look at what Blackstone does, right? So Blackstone raise capital from investors, and they buy businesses through LBOs or whatever the case may be, right? They take a company uh, private, just like Elon just did with Twitter. He mm-hmm. took the company private, um, and they and they buy companies like that, right? And in return, they do whatever carve outs they need to do um, to increase the EBITDA, to increase the uh, the worth of the company. So they can resell it, package it, or put it back on a public market. So essentially, it is it is what we know about really like flipping a house, but it's but it's with businesses and 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 the house costs a lot more money. Right, it could cost a lot more money. It's just like a house flip. It's just with businesses, and that's that's your passion. That's your real passion. Yeah, raising capital, buying brands, buying companies, scaling them. And then selling them, selling them to a bigger private equity company or take it public. 
I love it, man. It's 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 different because a lot of people expect this show to be typically about real estate, which a lot of the guests are in real estate. But you have this transition of where it's like it makes sense because I learned how to generate leads. I learned a skill. Yeah. This skill allowed me to be in a lot of different sectors of business, but it also got me into real estate, luckily as a GP, because I was able to add value to a situation. Exactly. But even if you have a wholesaling company now or some type of real estate investment company, leads are important. Yeah, you have to generate leads. Yeah, period. Sales are the yeah. lifeblood of every business, even a nonprofit organization. It is. Right. So what would you say to, like is 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 a something that people should focus on or like how do people get better at creating lead generation for themselves or things like like how what do they do? I honestly would say you have to kind of figure out uh, your target audience mm -hmm. or your targeted your ideal client. That's why I would say your ideal customer. Once you dissect who your ideal customer is, you are able to target it. And with Facebook uh, or Meta, Instagram, um, TikTok ads, you can there they have targeting that you can use to kind of find that ideal client. And it honestly is easy. So if I want to look for someone who's interested in real estate, I simply will just target real estate. Yeah. And then that's how I can get to that ideal client. And then I can keep on breaking that down. Right. So with the with the guy who I was helping raising the capital for the um, um, for the multifamily uh, deal, he 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 helped, he helped me go through the process of how to find his ideal customer. He gave you his avatar. Exactly. Right. So he gave me who that person is, what that person looked like, the average age, how, what where they've been through through their life. And it's, it's this there's. there's there's a few different tricks on uh, Facebook that you can do and targeting. And, mm -hmm. and that's how you kind of get to that point. Right. So my advice would just be write down your ideal customer. What's, what's your favorite platform right now to generate leads? I would say uh, Facebook, Facebook reason being, yeah. <laughs> reason being is Facebook is going through a lot right now. So mm -hmm. the leads are cheap. <laughs> things are cheaper right yeah, now, right? Yeah, things are cheaper. They they kind of need us marketers to kind of keep their business going. Bad money. Uh, so we it, things are kind of coming in a little bit cheaper. They they favoring smaller marketers now. Have you ever been able to go viral yet with a product like a product or a UGC thing or anything? With with actually, I have. So I, I do have an NDA on the product. I yeah, don't you got to yeah. say what it is? Yeah, yeah, but we yeah, we have on TikTok though. It's real easy. The algorithm on TikTok is real easy to go viral. Yeah, yeah, on TikTok. yeah it's pretty easy. Yeah. This this is uh this is pretty cool, man. Um, I, I ask this question to anybody that comes on this podcast, um, and even though I'm not quite done, I want you to answer this question without thinking about it. Right? Okay. You got like a couple seconds, and so I want you to look into that camera right there, mm -hmm. and then if the entire world, if you had the intention of the entire world, and you had one minute to talk to the entire world, what would you say? One minute to talk to the entire world. Uh, follow my Instagram <laughs> at I am Joe Mouse and uh, diversify. Diversify uh, your portfolio into different things, especially e-com. E-com right now is a $4.2 trillion industry and is looking to be, t is um, headed towards $25 trillion in the next five years. So diversify. Get into e-com. So follow him. He had the intention of the entire world and he said follow him. Follow me at I am Joe Miles on Instagram. So, so check this out. Where do you, where do you see, where you talked about the, the trillions of dollars e-commerce, where do you see that going? 
honestly, I, I see it con- constantly growing. Honestly, uh, I don't see it slowing down at all. Mm-hmm. Um, the way I look at it, a lot of people is worried like, hey, man, is this new money? It's not. It's just people coming from retail going to econ. Mm-hmm. Um, people, more and more people is going to buy online. COVID did it to us. <laughs> yeah, it sped it up, didn't it? it it's it, exactly. Did, so, did that, were you were you heavy in it during COVID? Yeah, I, honestly, man, it, it broke a lot of a lot of people was going through a lot of things in COVID, and I wasn't. It was, yeah, it was you were, things it was was looking good. on the up. <laughs> yeah, staying in the house making money. Yeah, Ecoming the crap out of things. Exactly. Got it, man. Well, listen, I I enjoyed this. It's Bye. good. It's good to have a different perspective. Yeah. Is anything you we didn't cover everything? Anything you want to oh, chat about? Hey, no, that's that's it. That's, that's it, man. It was it was good. I'm glad, man. We're about we're about to get out of here because we got a Hornets game to go to hey, sitting on the floor. Definitely. They playing the Pacers tonight or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Nice, man. Well, listen. Um, shout out your Instagram one more time and anywhere they can follow you at website and all that stuff. Oh, most definitely. If you you can follow me at I am Joe Miles at uh, Instagram, um, Snapchat, Facebook. I am Joe Miles. You got it, man. You know what it is. It's the Max Maxwell Show. If you are watching right now on YouTube, do me a favor. If you like this video, please press the like button. If you are not a subscriber, please hit that subscriber button. And I appreciate every single one of you guys. Don't forget to comment in the in the uh, comment section. Tell me what you liked about this podcast. Anything you learned, anything you want to see different. And if you're listening anywhere in podcast world, right, you know how it is. Give us that encouragement. It costs you nothing. Leave a five-star rating. Give a comment. And you know what it is. My name is Max Maxwell, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.